Hey, ladies and gents. Today is Sunday, uh, November thirteenth, and uh, we um, we're about to listen to an amazing podcast with the beautiful Mary Meow that we actually uh, recorded last night, uh, and then went out to a couple of parties um, and had a, a grand old time. But um, uh, Mary, as you guys uh, know, or some of you don't know, uh, she's uh, an up and coming model, um, possibly uh, a producer in the future. She's not sure yet. But she's been working for SKW and a few other companies and has made uh, quite an impact. Uh, and she also happens to be one of my best friends. So this is uh, it's a really fun podcast. Um, and uh, it's, it's just, uh, you know, it, it's a great conversation between pals, but also a great insight into the mind of, um, of Mary, who, uh, you, you know, was a li- basically still is a, a lifestylist and plays around uh, in her own personal life with different kinds of fetish. Um, and uh, and also is very open about um, all the roots of it. So I think uh, you guys will get some great stories and uh, some good insights. So enjoy, and we'll see you next time. All right, ladies and gents, today is the 12th of November, and uh, we are, uh, it's been a while, you guys have been, um, a lot of you have been emailing me, asking me when the next podcast is happening, well, it's happening now, and we'll get it up there for you tomorrow, hopefully, if we, I don't know if drinks are going to happen, but uh, if that happens, it may be Monday, well, you'll see this, but uh, today, uh, my guest is, uh, it's uh, kind of awesome, because like not only is she a model and um, a wrestler, and uh, is, is kind of you know, I want to say getting into the biz because she's been doing this for a little bit now. But um, she uh, she's also one of my closest friends, and that that always makes it a makes for a very fun podcast. But we have the lovely Mary Meow. Meow. She's sitting across from me, right? Meow. And um, uh, you also haven't do a, is what are the the other stage names? Is there the one? Oh, uh, so I came up with a with a stage name, Cole Chase, for mm. when I wanted to branch out into more explicit pornographic material, but yes. just haven't done it yet. But is that it? that name is it's a it's a placeholder for when I, you know, get my kids out on camera and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that's I mean and there's no rush. So uh, plus yeah, you're getting a boot job. So. Exactly. So exactly. I have I have a reason to wait. Yes. So Mary Meow is getting a boo job. That's that's the top of the list of things to talk about, which is awesome. <laughs> um, but uh, we, uh, uh, I, I, I'm, I was just saying, I like the idea of doing a very kind of, you know, all over the place podcast. I've been doing a lot of like very streamlined or, or you know, more categorized talking about like, hey, what do you think of this fetish and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, I, I just kind of like, you know, just. A little less formal. Just talking. Yeah. yeah. But uh, keeping it sort of on topic on the themes. But we do, I mean, I, I we do have to kind of address the, the giant orange elephant in the room, which is the election that just happened. Mm. And um, <clears throat> we're not going to, I mean, we're, we're not out to alienate, alienate anybody or, or anything like that. You know, we get a lot of people who listen to this. Uh, and some people have uh, voted for one, voted for the other. But uh, it, uh, how are you feeling? Are you doing okay? I mean, I spent 48 hours crying like a baby. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that was something that, yeah, you and I and a few very close friends experienced yep. that together. All together, mourning the country, like the death of the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe the next day when we went to recover at McDonald's, uh, oh, me, and, me and the lovely Jacqueline Velvet said that it felt like we'd just been in a car accident. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, obviously, you guys can tell we didn't vote Trump. Yeah, but, I have um, no problem alienating anybody. Not when it comes, <laughs> not when it comes no, to Donald Trump. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, but in terms of like, I'm not going to resort to like yeah. or anything like that. I just um, I no. I, the voters aren't 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 so much the problem. He's he's a psychopath, and I'm mm-hmm. sad that he's in office. He yep. he is the problem. And uh, I don't know if it's going to impact us directly as 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 producers of, yeah. of what you would call fetish. I think. If it impacts anybody directly, it might be it might start with the porn industry. Yeah. If anything does happen there, um, I I haven't seen the porn industry get attacked uh, by a standing government in a long time, like directly attacked. Yeah. And there's this whole the Prop 60 thing that just happened yep. with the condoms that luckily got voted down. Yes. Uh, so that was kind of a small victory in the whole everybody can smoke weed now because we kind of have to. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, but yeah, so if you guys you know everybody's out there, I hope you're feeling good about yourselves, whether you know. No matter what, what choice you made, even if you didn't make a choice at all, hope you're having a good day. And we're here to brighten that day up by talking about all kinds of shit. So um, let's talk about... Um, I should have written something down, actually. <laughs> no, no. Um, so what? tell us about... Because uh, I do want to hear this from your point of view, but um, meeting, uh, meeting me, meeting Jacqueline, getting into the, the more production side of this and the, the modeling oh, sure. side. All right. Oh, sure. Um so as you may remember the first several times that you asked me hey you should be on one of our videos I said no (laughs) and it had nothing to do with the content had nothing to do with you know with shame or anything I've always been an extremely kinky and a very sexual person but I have incredible stage fright so when we first met it was I don't know it's kind of like meeting rock stars like I'm never going to be on the same stage as you oh no (laughs) but I will happily watch what you do with awe from from afar um, and yeah, for, I want to say almost a year, there was a, a standard conversation between me and you where it was, so you're going to be in a video yet? Nah. So you going to be in a video yet? Nah. Going to be in a video yet? And then, I don't I'm know. Assuming I was drinking beer or something at the time. Yeah. And then you finally got me to drink enough beer to say yes. <laughs> when was that? I have no idea. Has it been really like two years? Yeah. No. It's almost two years. It was, Since it's, that one show? Yep. Jesus. Almost two years. Yeah. I've, my, uh, I, I refer to my career in fetish as kind of a slow grower because I don't like I don't have a great deal of ambition. I really just like working with friends and people mm. that I know. So yeah, it was a, it was a good place to start. You you wore me down and then you got me into it. Yeah. And now I love it. It was is the right decision. And you're doing um, kind of what a lot of girls work up to, which is the, yeah. I just want to relax and work with people I like. Yes. And you're doing that right off the bat, yep. which is. It's excellent. Really good. Um, and, and, you know, then eventually if you feel like, okay, I want to do a clip store or I want to yeah. produce my own fetish or whatever, then you can choose to do that. But you're in a position where you can do that, which is nice. Yeah. Um, what, um, so your first shoot with us, that was your first, that was not your first ever shoot though. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, because um, photographs are so much easier than being on camera. So mm-hmm. I'd actually done a spread for Dungeon Delights, uh, selling spanking benches and collars and and manacles and shackles and things like that and you know back then I was getting paid in merchandise so um so yeah so actually I have a beautiful you know enamel red set of restraints from from that shoot and then I used to do bondage shoots just as art not for pay just you know an artistic collaboration with again with people that I loved we um for a long time we were going to a place called Cocktail Cove where they did uh, suspension and shibari and they'd have photographers there who would take beautiful pictures of you know the art that we made with our bodies and that was I think that was my first really 
really intense introduction to being in front of a camera, and I loved it. So, but, but so, but, <clears throat> so photography is what kind of mm-hmm. you were okay with that. But Absolutely. The, the idea of doing videos terrified you. Oh God, yes. Because mm-hmm. you did your first actual combat fo- photo set. I think was for Lisa Kiss. Yep. Correct. And that's when I was, I remember I heard about that and I was like, she did what? <laughs> and then we talked again and I was like, well, shit, if you did that, then let me know if you want to do this. And yep. you're like, yeah, let's give it a shot. Yep. And actually your first shoot with me was Elise, I think. Yes, it was. We sat, I think it was in this room. We did a, uh, like a knockout sentry thing. And, yep. And We're in then, the shiny Iron Man leotard, yeah. which by the way, I love and I want to wear again. Mm. It was Angel Lee. Oh, sorry. Wait. What was that? Uh, oh no! You did a photo set with Angel Lee, but the, your first photo, your first actual clip was with a- yeah, Lisa my, Kiss. yeah, my very first clip was with Elisa. Yeah, they did the yeah. sneak attacks, and uh, did did you did really well? And that's the thing that some models will tell you so often, or like so much, like so, not, not even models, but like a first a first time model like yourself. Like you told me so much that you were like, I, I'm gonna be terrible, I'm gonna suck, and I was like, <laughs> No, you're not. But then you you kind of said it so much that I was like. What if she does suck? That's the point. <laughs> that's exactly where I want you to be. Jesus that way, if, that way, if I'm good, you can be like, oh, thank God. But if I'm terrible, it's like, well, I expected this. Oh, so you incepted me. That's right. Uh, no, but you were—I knew you were going to be good. I just—you can tell sometimes just by, you know, someone's attitude and the way they carry themselves that, that once you, they get past the fear uh, and take direction, which I knew you would, um, it would do well. And like Elisa had actually, I think, was it Elisa or the customer? Uh, the guy who ordered the bionic set. Yeah. He was like, oh, check these out. And uh, and I saw a couple of just shots of your reactions and stuff. And I was like, oh, she's, yeah, she can do this. You know? um, and so that worked out. And then we just, we've done tons of different kinds of shoots now. Yep. Like, you know, pro wrestling, uh, mixed wrestling. Uh, the last thing we did together was, I don't even remember. What, um, what was that? The last thing you and I did was uh, Mary Meow versus the Machine. Yes. That was in, I forgot. Yeah, we just got back from Arizona to work out with FWR. Uh, and that was, that was a lot of fun. How was that for you, by the way? That was a blast. Because that was the first time you and I actually done... Well, yeah. we had worked for Jacqueline Velvets, I think, for a shoot, right? Yeah, um, but I was passed out for the entire thing. Like, yeah. I, there was no real interaction. Um, yeah. Versus the machine was... This is so good because, as you may remember, I actually broke character after a 13-minute streak because you made a joke. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the machine talks a lot of shit, and it's really hard not to smile. It's, uh, yeah, that happens to him all the time. I don't know why I keep hiring that guy. But, uh, but yeah, so um, now, you know, we're, um, but, the you know, we're getting to the point now where you are now like kind of the, not a veteran, but someone who I would say, okay, you got to work with her because yeah. she knows what she's doing. And does that feel good? I mean, is that, yeah, no, it's ext- kind of bizarre. Or? It's extremely flattering. Um, like I, I look at girls like like Sumiko and like Becca, who you, know, you tell them, okay, demonstrate X Y Z move, and they can do it right off the bat without you reminding them what it looks like. Like that's. I would love that. I honestly, no, no. I aspire to that. Um, but in terms of just shutting up and doing what you need to do and letting go of being nervous and ad-libbing a little bit so that there's more interest in a scene, like, yeah, I think I've, I've gotten pretty good at that. Yeah. So if you have someone like Sumiko who can teach you all of the technical moves and then somebody like me who can guide you toward making sure you're having a fucking blast while you're doing this, it's a good combination. <laughs> like, I just finished, like, I just finished a shoot with Sumiko, so she's on my mind. Um, and uh, yeah, a lot of the fans. Uh, well, actually, no. If, if you if you're here, just listen to the fetish aspect of it. They might not know Sumiko, uh, which is weird for me because she's kind of well known now 
all over the world. Like she's uh, she's she's up there. She's, she's a little superstar. She's amazing. Uh, but you don't get that when you're with her because she doesn't Mm-mm. really. I don't think she carries that at all. Nope. She doesn't have that most humble, lovely, yeah. charming, sweet-natured person. And genuinely humble. Yes. Not. Sometimes you'll meet a model that you know, she knows. Yeah. But she's trying to, to put on the airs of being humble, which is very, uh, you know, it's, it's very admirable as well. But she really honestly is like, really? People like me? And I'm like, are you fucking kidding? Oh, my God. Have you seen what you do? <laughs> like, you know, so, but uh, but she really honestly is like, he, he, very, very humble. Um, and yeah, we love her death. She just left here. Um, but uh, so <clears throat> let's get back to, I guess, uh, one of the things I've asked a lot of the uh, the girls and guys that have been here is like, Obviously, we're dealing with the world of fetish, fetish production, being a model, um, acting, but also, you know, living in this world. And you're someone who, before you decided to model, uh, were, would, would it be too much to say uh, the word lifestylist? Oh, no, not at all. That's, that's exactly the right word. I mean, God, since I was nine years old, I've, like, every, everything that's driven my sexual identity has been kink or fetish related it's mm. never been oh i'm gonna meet a guy and fall in love and we're gonna have sweet tender no fuck that that's never like, no posters of like sync and shit <laughs> up <in the> room. <laughs> no <laughs> no no not quite um if like if they were ever there it's i was picturing them tying each other up and <laughs> like, yeah but um just drawing ball gags on the poster <laughs> with a sharpie that could work something like that yeah <laughs> Yeah, so, like I, I'm telling you, the, the storylines with my Barbie dolls were fucked up. <laughs> I think Jacqueline had uh, her Barbies and her Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, if I'm correct. Jacqueline, was that right? They had crazy sex orgies all the time. This is why you and I are friends. This is why I love you so much. <laughs> Damn, Donatello got lucky again. So, uh, but let's go to that, because I think um, one of the things uh, listeners really like to get into is just the root of it all. Uh, is there a moment... You said you were nine. Oh, is there something that just happened that just sparked it, or was just a, like an accumulation of things? Where you know? Oh, that depends on how deep you want to get in a part. It's up to you. It's <laughs> so, up to you. This is all up to you. Okay. Um, you can you, even fast forward to a different. Age yeah, yeah. Let's, we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll pass by some of the perhaps less pleasant <laughs> aspects of my childhood, gotcha. but yeah. Um, so one of the earliest moments that I remember. Uh, we call them perilous fantasies. You know, one of the earliest moments I remember is, um, you know, remember the old the, the Beauty and the Beast, the TV show? Yeah, with Ron Perlman mm-hmm. and Lynn yep. Hamilton. Yeah. Yes, Ron Perlman looking all sexy in that cat suit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so there was a scene. Um, my mother had already seen the episode, and we were watching it again. And I was sitting at the dinner table, and she knew that the scene where she gets attacked in the tunnel was coming up. Um, so she turned my head away, but mm. I could still hear the screaming and the begging and the pleading. And it just, it cemented itself as this taboo in my mind. And pretty much from then on, like I've, I've honestly never had a consensual sex fantasy. Not once in my life. It's always come back to that element, the mm-hmm. begging and then the pleading and the screaming Which and the is, helplessness. That's very common. Very, very common. It's so common. Yeah. And it's funny. A lot of girls that I've talked to that have the same... Or you, a long time ago. Now that I talk to the models that we speak to, they'll they'll tell you straight up that's that's what they're into. Mm-hmm. Like when I was kind of starting, and a lot of the girls were younger, um, and they were just kind of figuring it out in their heads. I would get a lot of like, ah, I've never talked to anybody about this, but I kind of like it when it's not consensual. Yeah. And I'm like, no, that sounds like a natural thing yeah. to to, I guess, to, to form in your head. As yeah. You're, depending on what you're. 
uh, visual and uh, you know stimuli is and uh, I mean shit most most of my my fans I got to think like TV shows yeah you know I mean we just mentioned Beauty and the Beast um, what else after that like as you progressed <sighs> that's oh god that's such a good question um, mm-hmm. there's I don't know I feel like there's been just moments from so much of of the media and like in my childhood like you know Jacqueline and I have talked about you know why the the idea of carrying around a limp body is so arousing like there's mm-hmm. there's so much of that in children's movies there's so much of manhandling uh, a helpless woman um so yeah like even like from disney movies to cartoons on tv mm-hmm. like there's there's so much of it in what we feed to children so um I actually told us uh, since age so i was in boston several weeks ago and uh, Sin just happened to be there at the same time that I was, and we got to talking about the same kind of thing. Like, where did it all start for you? And we pinpointed uh, Captain Planet <laughs> for me. I had a, I, I had a, I, w- I wouldn't say crush. It's a, it's a different thing than a crush when you want someone to victimize you. But the, uh, the bad guy from, yeah, the, the villain, the, the main villain from Shit, Captain who's Planet. The main, who's the main bad guy? Oh, I always forget his name. It's Sergeant something, I think. I don't, I can't remember. Oh, man. Oh, was it the girl? No. Oh, okay. Nope. Uh, Me I remember too. what he looked like. He is overweight. He's got a bright orange buzz cut. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Yep. Um, it looks like, uh, there was, uh, uh Dr. Polite, verminous scum. <laughs> Man, if you're born with that name, I mean, what else are you going to do for a living? Duke Nukem, uh, Hoggish Greatly. Let me see pictures. Yeah, yeah, what the fuck? I never saw... Hoggish sounds right. My brother used to watch this show, so... Oh, there is it. Oh, shit. (laughs) Yo, you found him. Yeah, that's the guy. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. What is his actual name? I almost uh, forget. I'm looking him up here. Hoggish Greedley. Hoggish Greedley. Yep, that's How right. Fucking, who came up with these names? <laughs> Somebody like, who is speaking to it's me. Like evil McFuckface. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, oh yeah, that's and that's play is such a big part in it. Like the the more slovenly and physically disgusting, the more it turns me on. Mm-hmm. Well, shit. And like I said, this is all from from stems from like your youth and coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, is there another stage? As time went by, they just started to, you know, it always, it seems to go in like, okay, you should think about this because of this one particular show or this this movie or this book. Yeah. But then eventually it started to expand into you wanting to try things. Yeah. Do you ever see Strangeland? Mm, Don't think so. Okay. So Strangeland is a movie about, um, so Dee Snyder plays uh, Captain Howdy who lures women to his, well, men too, which is, (laughs) yay for me. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so he he lures the young boys and girls of the village over to his house via an internet chat room and tortures them psychotically. Like, I mean, one of the, like, one of the first, you know, scenes of torture that you see in that movie is a a, a girl in a cage with a catheter in her. Like, it's very, very involved. Um, Yeah, so I, when I was younger, I was in love with a girl that I was going to school with, and she introduced me to that movie when she was grooming me, in her words, to be a better goth. Uh (laughs) For fuck's sake. Um, Yeah, so, so we watched Strangeland, and it was... God, it was just so fucking brutal. I'd never seen anything like it, but partnered with the fact that I am overwhelmed with love and lust for this person sitting next to me, mm-hmm. all that shit cemented itself as deeply erotic to me. 
Um, and it's, you know, there's a lot of like ritualistic torture and, you know, and, and letting of blood and, you know, reaching another plane of existence through pain. And, you know, he's, he's the main, he's very into this idea. Like he's not just torturing to torture. He's trying to free you from your mortal skin. Um, and that was very romantic to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so by the time I met you know, my husband, David, like this was all, this had all firmly taken root. So like one of the you know first things that I told him was that I wanted, you know, I had these great submissive, you know, fantasies and being the sweet angel that he is, he instantly bought me a collar and, and, and cuffs and, you know, we very lightly dabbled, but honestly mm-hmm. it wasn't until we moved to Atlanta that like my kink life really fucking took off because Atlanta has an incredible kink scene. Yeah. Yeah, we do. We definitely do. Even when I wasn't in, in at all like close to it, I would just going to to clubs. You would you know meet people and talk to people. And yeah, it was. It's been for a long time mm-hmm. now, actually. Amazingly good king scene. Um, uh, so yeah, so that's when you started to explore physically, and then mm-hmm. basically through. Um, I mean, yeah, just growing up. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to go to in terms of like if anything else evolved from there or? <sighs> I don't know. That's it's such a broad question. Like, yeah, it's like so much of my life is informed by my fetishes and, and the ways that I get off. It's mm-hmm. it influences my writing. It influences the way that I am in bed. It, it even influences the way that I am with friends. Like, as as you well know, <laughs> I, uh, I get off on tangents sometimes about you know the great eroticism of abusing people. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's a very broad question for me. It's yeah, it informs everything. Mm-hmm. It's it's a very very broad concept. But it keeps evolving. I'm yes. Assuming. Oh because god. That's, yes. That's one of the things that you know people is people are always wondering. It's like well, once you have the one fetish, is that what you stick with? Fuck and no. And it just as you grow, as you get older, you just it just starts to kind of I don't know. It just grows branches and yeah. it fucking just reaches out to different areas while yeah. still being tied to the same kind of core. Yeah. Um, like at this point, I'm not even in. All of my fantasies when I was growing up, it was always me, victim, female. Since then, not at all. Like, almost all of my fantasies are exclusively either male-male or male-female mm-hmm. with myself or the person experiencing in the position of male. Like, it's... I, I don't consider myself uh, genderqueer, genderfluid, uh, for the most part, but there is a, a heavily masculine element to me that I've used to explore these things and it's only been in the past couple of years that I've been really comfortable expressing it because I found good people to do it with so yeah like it's it seems to change on me every couple months really would you say um because you said when you started off you've always pictured yourself as being the victim Mm -hmm. um has that changed at all oh god yes figured it out right yeah and very recently yeah I, I started playing with somebody just recently who is just a dear wonderful soul who uh, gave me the opportunity to explore the aggressor side of it, you know, mm-hmm. the, the the victimizer, and it was itch perfect. And suddenly, can't wait to do that again. Mm-hmm. That's fucking great! Holy shit! Um, but yeah, so none of—I mean, a lot of the stuff that you said, uh, none of it really surprised me. <laughs> um, I didn't know about the Captain Planet stuff. That's kind of awesome. Um, that's pretty great. Um, My husband's pointing and laughing at me. <laughs> I think we spoke about the Barbie dolls at some point. Yes. Uh, but you also now you're expanding into doing writing as well. Um, and is that more like personal for yourself or? Well, actually, uh, the writing, no, I, I have not expanded into writing. I've been creative writing since I was, actually, the, the earliest scrap of a story mm-hmm. is something that I wrote when I was six years old, a, a cute little story about a, a horse and its mother. But no, I've 
there has not been until this election there has mm. not been a day that i have not written something creatively like for the past three days i've just been really stocked up by grief and frustration but up until that point writing is that's all for me yeah and it's not always it's not always fetishistic um i am like i'm, I'm i've been working on a novel with my best friend for a number of years and it has a a fetish slant when you hear what the storyline is but yeah. it's not necessarily fetish based um my writing is i don't want to say it's separate from my sex life or from my fetish life but i take it a lot more seriously because i'm i'm very much invested in why these characters are the way that they are it's not just masturbation fodder mm. which is it's a different story if you're not just doing it to get off yeah yeah and i mean i was we were talking about uh i think we were at the airport talking about one of the novels you were reading at the time mm-hmm. and how it wasn't meant to be exciting. <laughs> but it was to me. <laughs> but it was to you. Oh, yeah. Other people's writing I can water down until it's just jack-off material. I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry to all the authors out there. Yeah, it's a, it's a, a book called The Impressionist, and it's about a, uh, a boy who is discovered to not be of the lineage that, he is, that he's been presented as. So he gets kicked out of his family and, and sold into sexual slavery. Oh, man. <laughs> Fucking Q seventies funk. <laughs> Where's my wah wah pedal? How much of this do you guys really want to hear? Well, they want to hear all of it. Man. Uh, you're, I mean, you know, and you and I, I would, I say we're very, very close friends. Yes. Uh, but that's one of the things I find refreshing about you as a person is that you don't have a lot of those kind of social barriers that that people, a lot of women put. Yeah. on themselves mm-hmm. it's like well these things I can never talk about with other nope. people no and, shame and that's one of the things that I look for in friends is like well you can just talk about anything yeah it doesn't have to be let's get really fucking drunk and talk about things or let's do drugs and talk about things no, we can just sit here right now completely sober and just talk about whatever yeah you know? and it, it's not there's no shame in, in delving into our own past and stuff like that and the more we share the better it is yeah so that's one of the reasons I was like well shit podcast and beer you know that works um, but um, but yeah, now that you've been uh, working for a bit, do you have any highlight stories so far? Is there anything that you... <laughs> I mean, I know there's been... You've worked with several girls now for me and I think for a few other people. Uh, any favorite moments so far or anything? Oh, goodness. Or at least favorite people you've worked with? Or... Uh, Tiny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Tiny and I did... It's still one of my favorite performances that I've ever given. Um, so for those of you who are unfamiliar... Uh, Tiny and I did a match where it was basically like it was hair torture, but the person did not necessarily uh, specify that it was hair torture. It was just it was heavily implied. And Tiny, by the way, is six foot nine. Yes. Uh, I don't know how big, many, beautiful fucking guy. How many pounds? He's just a big, big man. Yep. He is. He is massive and he is powerful. And, and he asked you. I think he asked you like, "Hey, so uh, how rough can I go?" Oh no, it was all me because oh. at that point, <laughs> because at that point. Um, well, I mean, of course, like, you know, hair pulling and, and just general manhandling and violence is something I'm very okay with. So uh, at that point, I had not been working for you for that long, and I was still very nervous on camera. I remember that, Nervous yeah. about giving a performance, nervous about selling well. So I told him, I said, this is what I do with my husband. Pull my hair as hard as you need to. Like, if you need to pick me up off the ground with it, pick me up off the ground mm-hmm. with it. That will give me, like, I can perform that way. If I, if it's real, it'll look better on camera. So just go at me. Mm-hmm. And he did so hard. Um, there's a, a, a beautifully unscripted moment where he accidentally tears a chunk out of my hair and stuffs it into the band on his leg. So amazing. I was, oh, God, I was so proud of him. <laughs> um, just perfect 
perfect little little ad, ad- oh, lib moment. Yeah, because he did the whole. He, like, he said something. I'm gonna save this for later. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Sniff this in my my room later. Oh god, um, I was so happy with that moment. So no, yeah, I was, it was, was. He was. That was really really good. That's another amazing. moment where I I was like. I knew that you, I had nothing to worry about. You had nothing to worry about yeah. when it came to your performances. Yeah. Um, and I know you've worked with Jacqueline Velvet. Oh, as well. yes. The Christmas shoot is still, I think the Christmas shoot is my favorite of all time. It's going to be really fucking hard to top that because I was working with people who I'm extremely close to when I'm not working. And I don't know. We looked fucking amazing. The storyline was hilarious. Um, the drunk elves, the, the the chastising Santa, it was all so good. And uh, plus, I got to be uh, a non-trademarked version of Heat Miser, and that's it's claymation. That's what I grew up on. It's it, oh, it was so good. That was that was the highlight of my holiday season last that's, year. That was a really good one. Yes. I, I don't think I was in that. I think I, I got to film it, which is yeah. fantastic, and that was really really good. And yep. you got to work with. Uh, uh, with our buddy uh, Elsa as well, who's, mm-hmm. you guys were—I mean, you guys were really good friends in real life, anyway. So yeah. it was like really good chemistry. Uh, the idea was fantastic. I love the whole cold versus heat. Yes. And um, I, yeah, I don't know. I know. Are you coming back for the next uh, Christmas shoot? Uh, if, if she needs me to, yes. If she doesn't, that's fine too. Jacqueline. Whatever Miss Velvet wants, Miss <laughs> Velvet gets. I was like, come join in the podcast. She's like, I don't feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> you do it. It's yours. Uh, actually, this will this will be kind of cool if I can say this and it happens. Uh, honey, can you grab me a beer? Wait, <laughs> oh, I don't see. think that's happening. Let's see what's, let's see what's happening. What do you want? Uh, it's in the fridge. It's a grapefruit sculpin. Oh, is it fridge? Yes, I made it easy. Um, but um, okay. but yeah, uh, and and I know that uh, did you ever get to work with Sin Sage? Because I know. Oh yes. Yes. We, wait. Did oh we, yeah. Did you absolutely. Guys work for me. I don't remember yeah. anything. I, I'm really bad at remembering what the fuck I did yesterday, much less like in my mat room. Um, cause she was another one that I, I remember you were a fan of before you met her. Oh and you yes. Were like I would really like to hang out with that girl, but I'd love oh, to work with her. Yes. Uh, and, and Sin's one of our, I mean, she's just, she's, 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 she's family, you know? So if I had an ounce of ambition, Sin's age would be like my fairy godmother or like, I just, who I want to be when I grow up. Um, yeah, for years on Tumblr. Um, so any of you who use Tumblr, you know that when you, you know, like on something you can save it forever so for years of being a tumblr user i've had these gift sets saved of these two incredible women just going the fuck at each other uh and she was one of them i didn't know it until i met her like i remember when i saw her here i was like that girl looks really fucking familiar and when i was going through my tumblr there she is i just met that girl that's who's plowing the shit out of that woman (laughs) (laughs) it was so good yeah, it was really. I think was that was that the scene that she got the AVN award for? Possibly, I'm not yeah. sure. I haven't followed her career that. Because I don't follow. Like I'm not a fan of. Not a, I'm not saying I'm not a fan of, but it's not my thing to for one girl to plow another girl with a, <laughs> with a with a dildo, which mm-hmm. I, I I'm definitely in the minority. But uh, I know she got a she she got a, the award for a scene that involved yep. a lot of that, yep. and it was like a big power play kind of thing. We were discussing it, and she was so proud, and I was very proud of her. But that's crazy. I don't yeah. know. Oh, I mean, absolutely. I know you know of her, but I didn't know that you had actually had like a GIF in the back of your Tumblr. Oh, many, many of them. Many of them. Ah, <laughs> uh, if you listen into this, uh, Rage. <laughs> we, we love, love you. you. Um, but, and thank um, you for the tip. The fucking spare parts harness is amazing. I know, right? <laughs> you were so proud of that thing. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, what's his name, Jameson? Yes, yeah. I, so I, I named my uh, my disembodied dick Jameson. No. <laughs> and and uh, Sense Age is the one who turned me on to the, the is harness. It officially, is it officially a dildo or do they have a different mm-hmm. name for it? Okay, because I, I know there's different names for different types of 
Uh, as far as I know, you a, just call it a dildo. A dildo, right? Yeah. Okay. Dildo, right. dong, whatever you want to say. A cock apparatus. <laughs> That's when you're feeling fancy. <laughs> uh, James, what do they call in Britain? Where's James? What's the question? What, uh, what, what do you call, call a dildo, dildo in Britain? Britain? A dildo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're like Prime Minister! <laughs> Uh, dildo Smith. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, right. Right next to the the cobbler is the dildo Smith. Oh my god, I want to live in that town. <laughs> I think that was in a Charles Dickens book. Um, next to the dildo Smith lived the cobbler. <laughs> but um, um, yeah, I remember seeing a picture of you modeling it, and I was like, she's so happy. Oh yeah, um, that's that's my new favorite thing. That's that's who I am. So how does that? What is that like? Like, uh, what is the what's the term for that again? Is it? Uh, depends on what you're doing. If you're, if you're. So this is the stuff that I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So, just regular, like just strap-on sex, just you know, female on female. If you're doing it to a dude, it's usually referred to as pegging. Mm, that's that's the one that I heard. Okay. Yeah, and that's that's my jam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's my favorite thing in the whole world. Like and I got bread to and butter. do that recently, and it was beautiful and amazing. Oh, that's and awesome. This lovely, lovely harness that Sensage. She's the one who told me to buy it. Like she, uh, we were over here for a party, and mm-hmm. I happened to bring my harness just in case. You know, things got a little crazy. You never know. Yeah. Um. So she's looking at it, and she's like, "Oh, l- let me take a look at that." And uh, so I hand it over to her, and she's like, not bad, not bad. This is this is okay, but here's what you really want. You really want a spare parts jock, okay? So I go and look it up, and I order it, and it is the best fucking thing I've ever put around my waist. So there, there's my, that's my plug, that's my advertisement for the night. Yes, Buy that thing if you want to fuck dudes or girls. And the, the word plug is not taken lightly. <laughs> um, no, it's like, where do you find that? Well, you go to Britain, go to the dildo smith. <laughs> Um, <laughs> next to where they make swords, but uh, no, uh, that's uh, that's that's fucking awesome. I I, uh, I remember how happy you were. Yep. <laughs> when oh that yes. Came around. That was the the main. That was the highlight of my Facebook that week, guys. Guess what I got? Now have you um now that you're when you were thrown into the whole uh well what we do which is the the combat fetish mm-hmm. um a lot of fetish models that encounter a new type of work that they've never done before psychologically go like okay I get this because this ties into this aspect of psychology or this or I can see why this would be sexy to, to XYZ is there anything that you analyzed when it came to, to, to the whole female wrestling oh thing? god yes yeah like oh yeah put your crotch right in her face there, yeah there's <laughs> there's nothing sexual about that no Not yeah it's, it's very easy to see why it gets people off what does confuse me is that and this is not meant as offense to anybody. It's just, it's so beyond my understanding mm-hmm. is why you don't, like, why you wouldn't want nudity. That's, to me, that's like, it's just icing on the cake. Like, I love bodies so much that the idea that it's more arousing to somebody if you keep them covered, I, it's not something that's ingrained in me. So I'm so curious about See, it. See, and that's where, this, that's where a podcast like this could go well because we can kind of cross-examine each other when it comes to that. So if you have any questions for me, fire away. But... That's always been interesting because I remember I, when I was growing up watching uh, female wrestling on TV, it was like that. So yeah. Girls were covered up. Uh, then when it moved on to internet stuff, I was just like, yeah, there's a lot more nudity. Yeah. Um, and not a whole lot of technical wrestling, not a lot of big moves. It was just like, whoops, I tripped and now, you know, we're in this move and now we're just eating each other out, which is, you know, totally fine. That, that it's been it could go that way. Yeah. <laughs> totally great. But if, for the guys out there who were like purists and they wanted to see more wrestling, mm-hmm. I think they felt that the nudity took away from the experience. Like okay. they wanted to see kind of uh, beautiful girl next door types uh, reenacting those kinds of scenarios. The 
the, the, the I don't know the leggings, the boots, the knee pads, yeah. the spandex, the shiny outfits. Also, the it was more about the attitude. You know, one girl being very dominant, the other one being more submissive, but not in a sexual way, more in that like physically submissive way. So a lot of guys that I I've asked in the past, I'm like, what did you guys think of SKW went more? You know, yeah. nude or at least more sexual or lingerie or face sits and stuff like that and they're like no there's already enough people who have done that yeah and so there it's a niche it's like um, yeah. or niche depending on how you pronounce it does it specifically uh, <laughs> like does that get you specifically off i'm okay with both like okay. i'm okay with the idea of wrestling leading to sex because yeah. i think it's i think the act of, of wrestling itself especially you know if you're doing it with somebody who you know yeah you're attracted to yeah uh it could it could become very sexual um but i think because like i'm not my fans yeah and so i had to kind of really gauge what they wanted to see yeah and so i mean the the naughtiest thing we have the girls wearing now is i'll have them do the thong leotard but with like the shiny tights yeah it's more like the 1990s kind of yep uh, i've worn those and they're really cute and sexy but they're not like you know shit hanging out of it kind of uh as as the dogs eating food (laughs) (laughs) or or is it is it do we not have a dungeon downstairs (laughs) who's that is that is that bob (laughs) um but no (laughs) Good so boy, guess, good boy, Bob. So I guess my, my question would be, and again, like this is no offense intended, I genuinely want to understand is, so if you're if you're watching one of these videos, no one's getting undressed, no one's really touching sexually, it's all suggested. What makes you come? Like, what is the the great climax? There's a lot of different things for a lot of different people. Um, we have guys who want to see submission matches where a girl is just screaming and whimpering and, and crying out, you know, tapping out into them. Seeing one girl exert that kind of dominance on another could be the trigger. Okay. You know, another could be guys who are into the same thing that Jacqueline Bellis produces, which is the knockouts. Yeah. So it could be the, okay, it's been this long, drawn-out match, and here comes the final knockout, or the way the girl's selling it, or or her body position, or just how her eyes and mouth, and look, there's so many specific little things that people zero yeah. on that... That, that do it for them. Uh, sometimes it could just be a shot of a girl's legs kicking while she's in an ex scissors. Maybe they just want to see the legs or they want to see bare feet or they yeah. want to see a, a foot's mother. You know, so that's the thing about fetish that I think is kind of, I mean, Amazing. fascinating. Yeah, is that it's... The, the true nature of the word fetish is, is non-sexual things that can get you there. Yeah. Uh, and, then, and then the more extreme definition is non-sexual things that can get you there but have to be there. Yeah. So for some guys... They really like seeing it, but they don't necessarily have to have that present in order to, to, to gotcha. have an orgasm. For yeah. other guys, they do. I've, yeah. I've known people who have come to me and said, yeah, I asked my wife to put me in an exorcist yeah. because if she doesn't, I can't. I can't yeah. And I'm just like, oh, fuck, all right. Uh, well, I'm, I'm telling you now, anybody who's listening to this, if you want to <laughs> talk fetish with me, if you want to tell me what it is that, that you love about this, I would love to hear it. I have zero judgment, and honestly, this is... These are my favorite conversations to have because I love understanding. I want to understand what it is that pleases you about it. Mm-hmm. I'm and, the same way when and, it comes to our fans. Yeah. I and, always kind of pry. Yeah. And I go like, so what did you like about this? Scene? Yeah. And oh, knowing it will help me to perform it better. And produce better. Yeah. And, and I've had people who have actually, their opinions have, have shaped how I shoot future projects, what I ask the girls to wear, what kind of reactions they, they go for, or like even scenarios, like uh, where I, the setting is, you know, I mean, just like, it's it's crazy. Um, but uh, it, there's so many different things that these, these guys want to see and hear, and not a lot of it has to do with with uh, being nude. Yeah. Um, because so much of that is already covered, you know. I mean, there's companies out there that have done it way better than I ever will. Like, <laughs> I am not going to be able to outdo... Uh, kink.com you know like I, oh god yeah. I love them <laughs> I can't do I, ultimate surrender like 
thank God they're out there. Because yeah. they're doing that perfectly. I never have to go into that realm. God, I want to work for one of those one day. <laughs> and you very, very well made. Like I remember Mark Davis was my absolute favorite performer, like on, on all of kink.com. I just loved him. I, I don't know if he still does it, because it's been a, it's honestly been a while since I've watched porn. I feel like like I started meeting such deliciously openly sexual people uh-huh. that I, I wound up experiencing a lot more than I was watching. Exactly. So, yeah. So I, I kind of, porn kind of fell by the wayside for me, but, you God, know. I haven't watched mainstream porn. I know, it's been a long time. Mainstream porn, actually, I've watched accidentally when I'm, like, trying to remove my shit from, like, Pornhub. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh, I forgot that's what uh, that looked like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> or some scenario that I remember, like, oh, this was so, it's so cliche. They're still doing them. Yeah. They're like, oh, you know, the teacher and the, the student. Of course, which, yes. All that stuff is still out there. But, yeah, I haven't actually, yeah. The coach and the, and, and the young jock, yeah, yep. of course. Accidentally watched uh, a lot of, like, it's like, oh, okay. And then, Accidentally. Then you, no, seriously, you'll go, like... <laughs> It'll be like, even Pornhub, you can't go there without watching porn. Like, you'll go there, and there'll be thumbnails, and in the top corner, there's like a six-minute GIF of like whatever their top-selling video is, and I'm like trying to like click on these links to have a room, and out of the corner of my eye, there's just people getting plowed. So you see a little bit of it, and you're like, hey, better quality. At least they have HD cameras, and they have 4K, and they have what looks like white balance cards. Yeah. Um, but uh, are you trying to get the attention of the, the man thing? Yes. Yeah. I would like another beer, please. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be so subtle. Um, but, uh, but yeah, when it comes to the wrestling stuff, there's a lot of it I think keys into what we have dealt with with going to play parties and seeing people do or, or live sub and dom roles. Because mm-hmm. um, the heel is, is the dom. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. And then the jobber is as much as... And the, the difference is I think it's... The jobber is not a willing yes. submissive. Oh, like, that's my that's my shit. Exactly. <laughs> Unwilling oh, so, is my so shit. So <laughs> that's why a lot of people are share your view and yeah. they don't want to see somebody who's willing. Yeah. And nope. so when you see someone like, I don't know, Sapphire <clears throat> take someone like Sumiko and reduce her to like a just a crying mess begging yeah. for forgiveness, they see that and it ties Thank into you. it ties into that psychology. Mm-hmm. Um and there's a lot of other little things here and there that uh, that I need to probably talk to more with the fans and figure out you know, how we're going to flesh them out. But, uh, oh, if there's a little crackle, it's just, I don't know, there's a little connecting thing. You know, okay. Don't worry about it. Um, but, um, so in terms of those, that particular fetish, you know, it's kind of easy to understand. It's easy, you know, it's easy to walk around it. But is there, have you ever encountered something where you're like, I really don't get this? Like, not even a little bit. Yeah, uh, there was... And a, not because it's a bad thing, but no, it's something no, you it's couldn't just, wrap your head I up. just couldn't do it. Um, yeah, there was... There was a, a person who, who messaged me who wanted me to climb inside of a trash can. I just... What? Yeah, I couldn't. Like, I just... I And apparently, it's very common. Like, apparently, many, many, you know, performers have been asked this question, but I just could not... I couldn't understand it and therefore could not perform it. Like, I, uh, I had someone who wanted me to dump a bottle of vegetable oil over my head, and I did the shit out of that. Oh, okay. Because I understood that. Like, you know, it's slippery and slimy, and, yeah, that's, like, that made sense to me, even though I don't get off on it. Like, I understood why it would be arousing, but climbing inside of a trash can, I just, no, I couldn't, I couldn't connect with that on any level. And what was the actual, just climb in and stay there? Or? Climb in and, like, and have my, my legs kicking, trying to get out of the garbage. So, like, a stuck fetish kind of? I guess, uh, yeah, I, I guess. Um, so that could be more like a woman in peril kind of thing. It could be, but it was not my kind of peril. Yeah, because I've seen... Well, that's more like... It's like common household peril. 
<laughs> like they like have the uh, we've had girls that do the whole uh, wearing a casting or bumping their toe or oh yeah uh, I've, I've seen some of that That's... Candlebox does a lot of like getting stuck mm-hmm. you know or getting her foot stuck under the couch and she can't yeah. get it out you know so there's a lot of like that I can't move I can't do this and yeah then, yeah so I've seen that and then I think. I don't know, Jacqueline may know, but it's uh, a couple of girls that do the trip and fall into a trash can and their legs are doing the mm-hmm. little kicky thing. Yep. So it could be pretty much the same thing. Yeah, it's very possible, but I just, I, I couldn't relate to it on any level. So, so you did know. you just say, no, I'm not going to do it because I don't get it? Yeah, well, no, no, I, no. Um, <laughs> because I, I don't know, like I never want to be combative with somebody who's coming to me with something that sensitive. Mm. If like there's, there are fetishes that I mean, honestly, I, I really don't talk about. But if I did and someone was like, I don't understand that, so no, I would be so embarrassed. So mm-hmm. no, I just told him, you know, no, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm taking a little break right now. Yeah. Like I just, I, I let him down easy. It's, I, I think that's a better thing to do. That's than, a really much nicer way. To yeah, do I, I get some request. The only like I'll do occasionally. Very rarely do requests come out that piss me off. When they do, I, I get pissed. Yeah, I remember it, one of them was like, "I want ISIS to behead her." That was <sighs> that was intense. Oh man! And at that point, there is a point, just like with with you know uh, political mm-hmm. meetings, that you just go like, "I can't. Yep. I can't be nice to you at this point." Nope, absolutely um, not. Because I know that what you're after is not not cool. Not not really healthy. No, yeah, not really healthy. And so I've gotten a few of those. Luckily, those are like. Uh, I'll do the whole SKW email of the day, but those are very rare. Yeah, people keep remembering; they think that I, I have those every day. They come out like once a month. I'll yeah, have one. And I'm like, whoa, this is a good one. Um, okay, so um, is there anything else out there that you've been like, like I just don't understand, or I? Because um, to me, it's always been like the the, the bodily function thing. Yeah, I, honestly, I, I I wouldn't do it myself because I have a. I have a low threshold for humiliation, mm-hmm. um, but I understand why people would enjoy it. When someone says, like, <laughs> when someone says to me, like, oh, yeah, I've done, like, like the farting videos and, and, and burping and shitting, and, yeah, I, like, I understand it. I just wouldn't do it myself. So, think, yeah, and that's no. where I'm at, too. I think yeah. I used to be a little more closed off about it. I used to be like, why? Yeah. But now it is one of those things, like, well, if you're into it and you're playing safely and yep. you're playing in... Uh, sanitary manner yeah exactly then that's cool but yeah. that's not something I would ever even come close to doing nope I'm not gonna do it but I'm definitely gonna celebrate you yes yeah please go shit and have be merry be merry or eat whatever. shit and be merry <laughs> <laughs> which we shouldn't say that because that is your your stage oh yeah eat shit and be merry meow <laughs> eat drink and be merry meow coming but, soon uh, to Clips for Silver yes <laughs> but um I, I always find it interesting when girls have limits that are like, um, like I've since age was just like, what, what's your, what's your no go? Like, I'm just not doing that. On I camera. remember this. And she's like, I'm not shitting on camera. Yep. It's not I remember happen. that. It's fucking gross. And I go, okay. And she's like, I'll piss on everything. I'll piss on anything you want. I'm just like, and I think it's so just, it's, it's always fascinating to see that line drawn you yep. know, in the sand. Um, it's like, oh, you can lick my ass, but I'm not licking anybody's ass. That kind of, thing. uh, but, um, but do you feel, um, I mean, I don't think, yeah, you, I think we've talked about it before, and you, we're going we to see eye to eye in terms of what, what, the, what the lines are. Yeah. But um, have, you, you're still pretty early in the game, too, so you probably haven't been asked to do a fetish that was extreme that you said yes to, that you were like, this, nope. is, this is kind of uh, not insane, because I wouldn't, I wouldn't call a fetish insane. It's just, just this, is, this is more out there than usual. Yeah. Yes. No, I, so I definitely you... have not. I'm very, I'm, 
I'm very new. I'm very slow going. I don't, like I said, I don't have a whole lot of ambition. I'm a, I'm not a good self promoter. I'm not, I am not the performer who's, you know, on Instagram or Twitter. Come watch me. Come, come look at this. And that's, I mean, it's fucking great. I genuinely envy people who have that talent. But every time I go to my Twitter and I'm like, oh, watch out for my new clip. I delete it because I'm like, eh. Cause what if no one gives a shit? Like I just know it's it's fine. It's they will. people will watch it if they want to fucking watch it. I just I'm very hands off about it. So yeah, I've uh, not I've not put myself out there enough to get truly unusual responses. Well, that's but. that's one of the things we're gonna correct tonight because we'll. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I mean, shit. These things. Uh, I mean, these podcasts have been getting some really serious hits. So I'm just gonna fucking plug the shit out of you. <laughs> not with Jameson or anything, but like actually, you know. Uh, I mean, you can, because Jameson's <laughs> amazing. I am always ready to use Jameson on somebody. Um, Shh, fucking bring me someone to fuck. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck, boy. Um, I think it would sound better if James said it. But, um, uh, did you... <laughs> <laughs> oh, he made a face when you said that, and it was wonderful. He's very excited by that. James, come say fuck, boy. <laughs> no, just say, like, oh, oh, fuck, boy. Fuck, fuck, boy. <laughs> Uh, you have to play Cards Against Humanity with James, by the way. Oh, That's okay. It is the most the amazing. Accent must make it so good. It's astoundingly good. Uh, we were we were dying. We were like I think like three was it three years ago, two years ago. We did it at the uh, it was two two three years ago. We did a, a Cards Against FetishCon thing, and he just every time it got to him or Gary Pranzo's father, it was. Fucking, that was death. All oh, I can imagine that. Because Pranzo's dad. Pranzo's was, dad's got a dark side. <laughs> yeah, no, but the way that he, he was like, um, he would answer the, he would ask the questions. Was it, honey? He would answer the, ask the questions. Pranzo did, and he'd be like, <laughs> he'd just be like, I fell down the stairs. Like he just has this amazing New York, New York Jersey accent. I don't know. I think it's just Italian, uh, kind of up north accent. And then he would just. Yeah, and he would do like the just the very succinct, like yes. perfectly uh, enunciated. Perfectly enunciated, yes. When when you when you hear someone like James say the words two midgets shitting in a bucket. <laughs> two midgets shitting in the bucket. Oh, it's so good. It's two midgets shit in the bucket. It's some Jane Austen shit right there. Um, but um, I believe I remember that chapter. Of oh yeah, that yeah. was on PBS. Yeah. Uh, public. Uh, Butts and shit. <laughs> so we um um, but let's move on. So, uh, so yes, you haven't yes. you haven't done anything that has been like fuck. This is this is this is uh this is out there. But have you um a lot of fetish models that I've encountered have said have told me stories. Uh, I think Becky the Sabre was one of them, where it was one of those things where it's like I didn't know I this I didn't know this was hot until I did it for the first time on camera. Oh jeez. And um, it might still be early for you for that no, to happen. No, I can't. I can't really see that happening, honestly, because there are so there are so many things I can understand why they're sexy to somebody. Um, but to you, I mean. No, yeah, to me. Like I mean, like even the rest. Something you had not actually physically done before, where you're mm. like, "Holy shit, this is way better than I thought it was." Going Let's to be. see. Because we had one girl who said, uh, I think it was Tracy Jordan who said, um, the first time she put on. Uh, maybe it was the bat suit, the bat girl suit. The first time she put on tights yeah. or something like that, she said she it, she was very surprised by how much she enjoyed the sensation of it. Um, it was something she had never done before. So when she put them on, she's like, this is really fucking, this feels, this feels nice. Well, I don't you know? think I've come to that point yet because everything that I've done so far, like even, you know, does a, does our, our host out in Arizona have a different name that he uses? Oh, it's just Rick. Okay, yeah. So so with Rick, I I did... hope so. I interviewed him as Rick and I put that up on the <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so I did my first like explicitly sexual shoot with him, like where I was actually there was genital contact and you know, my 
my crotch was in his face and, and smothering him and whatever. But there was no um, nudity or? Uh, no, no, there was no nudity. There was just me grabbing his dick a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, that's my first time doing it. But I think that's what he called the clip. I think. Yeah. <laughs> first time grabbing his dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like that was, that was my first time doing something that explicit, but it wasn't my first time understanding why this is sexy. Like mm-hmm. none of it that I've done so far hasn't already resonated with me a little bit. With SKW, there is, you know, there's women beating other women, and there's choking, and there's slamming around. Like, catfight is, oh, it's such a common fetish. Mm-hmm. Like, it's such a common thing that guys get off Well, to. I know you like the hair pulling, too. Oh, yeah, so, absolutely. So like, the hair pulling. Pro wrestling, the, um, I remember yeah. when we were wrestling in Rick's ring, I didn't have to worry about... Nope, If I grabbed your hair, that I wasn't going to get, like, you it's know... It's the best. <laughs> so that's good for me, because I can just be like, all right, I don't have to yeah. worry about her going, like, what the fuck are you doing? Nope, absolutely not. Like, I mean, like, like, like the slapping to wake you up, or, you know, oh, I'm passed out, and you're... You're, you're using my, my, my body. My body is malleable to you. Like, none of it confuses me. It's all... I've understood it since way before I started mm-hmm. working for you guys. And that's, that's I think, what's going to make you... I mean, it already has made you a, an incredible model to work with, but, like, for future projects and stuff, I think it's going to really help. Yeah. Um, especially if you decide to produce your own. Yeah. Because you're really... Oh, kind of, God, I can't know. No, but I'm saying, you know, <laughs> I, I don't mean like you're... That you're, would require me being a responsible adult. Oh, <laughs> I mean like setting up a tripod when you're bored. And we'll doing, see. Doing a thing. We'll see. Um, lots of girls do that shit. They're just like, they'll just, I don't know, they'll brush their hair for five minutes and put it up and they'll... Really? Yeah, they'll sell clips of themselves brushing really? their hair. All right. Brushing their teeth, uh, changing into different outfits. Uh, I mean, it's kind of like like doing cam shows it's just you know okay. which cam shows are very popular too I think the last girl we had on here was talking about how she started with well Sensei started doing oh no no Sensei started doing stripping um, yeah I forgot who we, we had on that started doing exclusively I think maybe Luna started doing cam shows mm. um, and she just she, she thought it was you know it's really easy and fun you got paid and depending on how many subscribers you had or whatever so yeah there's a lot of different ways you can start but if you want to just kick back and do what you're doing now you can just keep doing yeah. it but um, I'm just I'm not a, I'm not a go getter. I never have been. <laughs> I am so content to let shit come to me. If I if I had any kind of ambition at all, I believe I'd be a fucking rock star, movie star by now. But <laughs> I just don't. I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm not that person who's like, yeah, come see me perform. I'm amazing. Like I just I fucking can't. It's just not in me. And that's why we're doing it here. At, <laughs> uh, at Super Kids World. <laughs> um, but um, but yeah. Um, the shit I'm trying to find because uh, it's it's interesting because yeah you haven't been in the business very long nope. and since your body of work has been pretty kind of steady in terms of what, what kind of topics like I, I'm trying to branch out to topics that I've spoken to before but now you're challenging me because I can't um, <laughs> because you haven't gotten there yet yeah or if you ever will but um, let's see um, anything you want to ask moi hmm hmm Okay. It's going to be like 10 minutes of just going, hmm. <laughs> yeah, you guys are, you're, you're getting a real treat right now. Um, well, you've, I mean, one of the things we talked about, and this is something that's interesting in terms of your personal life, and, and there's nothing you, you, if there's anything you don't want to talk about, you're, you're welcome to tell oh, me. Oh, yeah, I'll say no. <laughs> but um, uh, you, I think we were talking about our friendship in, uh, in particular, like we, I've seen you kind of go from, at least with me being, when I first met you. You seemed a little shy, um, but I didn't. Like, we had seen each other at different parties and events and stuff like that. Look at him shaking his head back there. <laughs> <laughs> That's my husband, ladies and gentlemen, but you, shaking his head. <laughs> you know, we, we, you went from being this this person that I would occasionally see at parties, and it, it blossomed into this amazing friendship. We have a, a really 
fantastic core group of people. Yes. That we consider kind of like family. I, I call it the family. Yep. Um, and uh, and do, how would you feel? I mean, as that progressed, is it? Did, did it change? Did you kind of see, see it changing you as you went through it? Oh, yeah, In terms absolutely. of how expanding to, to being open to more social situations and different people? or Because I know that you as a well, person, you're, you're very, um, uh, and it's not a bad thing. I think it's a great thing, but you're very careful as to who you allow. Oh, I'm extremely judgmental. Into we, your, we can say it that way. I was going to say it that way. <laughs> I can definitely say if it that way. If I said that, I would sound judgmental. <laughs> um, no, I don't, like, I don't want to say that, like, being friends with you guys opened me up to new people because honestly, like I've, I've always been an incredibly open person. I actually met you guys on the tail end of just being fucking tired of it, of just being tired of giving so much of myself away to people and having them turn out to be shitbags. In the end. <laughs> so I was just, you guys met me when I was exhausted and learning to be wary. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there was there was a, a good deal of of resistance at first. Like I don't know, these guys are. They're famous, and you know they, they do this this specific thing, and they network, and I just I don't know where we fit in there. I don't I don't know if, if that's I don't know. If I that's... wouldn't say famous. <laughs> <laughs> well, I fucking would. Okay, no, um, yeah, I would I would been like, well, they're. they're... Do, do you need like do I need to remind you of the fact that when I went to the Ren Fair? Okay, so. Oh, Mary Meow. You might have to. Oh you yeah, might let's, have to let's, let's talk about this for a second. So Mary right. Meow has a, a hysterical phobia of wasps. So I went to the Renaissance Fair way the fuck away from Atlanta, way away from Atlanta. And there were wasps, so I took an Uber to a, the nearest Waffle House while my husband wrapped up with, with our pals and things. And when I sat down, I was scrolling through pictures of my most recent shoot, and the waiter at the Waffle House, way the fuck down in Bumfuck, Georgia, was like, oh my god, that's sleeper kid. <laughs> Yeah, that's how famous you are. Okay, so yeah, it's not it's not me blowing smoke. People I'm know, glad, people I'm glad know we're you. finally hitting that demographic. <laughs> so I've been really wanting to get the random Break waffle into house. The waffle house. I wanted to get the random waffle house waiter guy. I, we keep on getting fetishists and wrestling fans. I'm like, fuck that. Nope, I want the waffle house. I want guys. someone who can make some fucking hash browns to know who Mary Meow is. Also, just just so y'all know, Waffle House is the shit. We love it. Um, it has sustained us. Uh, I, I will not comment on that because it might affect my marriage to Jacqueline Velvet. But what he means is that Waffle House is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. It's that's one of those places that you go to, and it's like it's it's kind of like McDonald's where you go and you, uh, you you're like, wow, that was amazing, and then like yes. an hour later you're like, oh my god, I never have that problem. Oh, I hell? never have that problem. I there have been times I've eaten McDonald's twice a day and been fine. What? <laughs> Oh Sorry. My God. That's one thing I lo- that Waffle House taught me is, uh, and this is way too much information. But nope, keep it. going. Um, if if <laughs> if like an hour later you pass gas and it smells exactly like what you just ate, it, there's no nutrients in that at all. If you can literally pick out like, okay, that's a pork chop, that's a waffle. I believe that was a cherry coke. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, I don't think that's ever. Happened. I believe that's the smell of someone asking me if I'm a sleeper kid. <laughs> Fuck, man. But no, but I, I, I'd still appreciate the experience. The only worst thing, the only bad thing is if you go to a bad Waffle House. Yes. God, that's so depressing. And that's just really, really bad. But Because you're looking forward to it. No one goes to a Waffle House going, God damn it, I gotta go to a Waffle House. <laughs> Everyone's like, man, I can't wait to get those fucking hash browns. But, but yeah, so um, not to, to go on a Waffle House tangent. <laughs> But yeah, you uh, like I said, I've I've kind of seen you open up a bit more. You, I mean, obviously, you decided to get in front of a video camera. Yes, which was a big deal. It was huge. Yes, the first time I ever shot here to you, but to me as well. Oh God, yeah, the first time I ever shot here. I don't know if this will be you know a shitty thing to tell people, but I was drunk. 
Well, no, I, 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 I gauged the level of the shoot we were doing, mm-hmm. and there was no actual, you know, physical, like... No one was taking... Oh, yeah. It was, no one it was, was flipping a, and bumping. No, it was a sentry video. It was sneaking up sneaking and sleeper holds. And, be, yeah, yeah it, was, it was very, very mild, but I could not do it without alcohol. I was so nervous when every time he called action, I would start to shake and my teeth would chatter. Oh, <laughs> that actually happened for the first four or five shoots that we did. And every so often, I mean, it'll, it'll happen now. Like, mm. like, even today, this was my first time working with James, so... You know, when we first, when we got started, like, a, God, please, God, just give me a fucking beer. I'm so scared right now. So has it gotten, has it gotten better or worse? Mm. Or just the same? God, that depends. Um, it's gotten better with you and with Jacqueline for the most part because. But because I'm, this is your first time working with James and you Exactly. Were like, even working with Rick in Arizona, like, the first shoot that I did out there, I was, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, it's just, it's, I have a very nervous energy. Oh, man. It's exhausting. Trust me, it may seem exhausting to the people around me. Try living in it. I, but I, when I first shot you that day, like I didn't feel any stress at all. If anything, I remember I ran to Jacqueline afterwards. She was in the bathroom, and we were, I don't know, we were getting ready to do something, to go out. And I just, she's like, "How'd it go?" And I'm like, "She's just so fucking good." And you know, because Jacqueline wanted to work with you too, yeah. so she was like, "Tell me how'd you do?" And I was just like, "You're not gonna have a fucking problem." Like, Yay! Yeah, she was brilliant. She oh, was brilliant. thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank You're you. You're very, very good. And I don't want to be the asshole who needs their ego stroke all the fucking no, 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 time. No, 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 that's no. So that's, not what I'm that's going what for. That's what I do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what this podcast is all about. I just want fucking positive reinforcement so my soul doesn't feel like it's on fire. Um. Oh yeah. Well, we're gonna take a biological break, and we'll be <laughs> right back, ladies and gentlemen. back from uh from pp time or whatever um we have a couple of questions that i've racked up over the last couple days when i announced that you were coming on and uh we have <laughs> our friend uh sonata has asked us uh what made you both decide hold on i just got a call on that set what made you both decide that this uh sex industry was a path for you would uh, the younger versions of yourself be shocked by this also why haven't why haven't either of you aged <laughs> um, oh honey you go first <laughs> Fuck, man. Um, the, uh, I mean, it's weird because, like, yeah, it is a sex industry. Like, I remember when I was younger, I and I, I was doing this, I was very much in denial about that. Um, That's cute. Uh, oh, what the hell? I hate you. <laughs> okay. Um, I was very much in denial about it because I was just like, well, what I shoot is is just fetishy. It's not sexual. And, and then I, as, as time went by and I got older and grew hairs on my dick, I was just like, oh, well, yeah, that... Uh, this is a sex thing. This is something that the people get off to. Um, no matter how you cut it, even people who are doing professional female wrestling in rings, like, I mean, they get custom scripts. These mm-hmm. are guys who are wanting their fantasies brought to life. Um, but it's all in how you present it. Uh, but I never thought of it going into it as in, like, this is going to be something seen that way. Because I remember my mother, of all people, was like, even as a young kid, she's like, I don't care what you do with your life as long as you don't sell drugs or do pornography. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, well... Which one of those is worse, really? (laughs) One is distinctly. (laughs) It's like, as long as you don't murder children or have sex on camera. You know, it's like, uh, you can't really compare the two. Um, Sorry to all of our drug dealing friends. Yeah, even selling drugs is fucking fine. Like, I I, I believe that drugs should be fucking, you know, decriminalized. So I don't care. Sell sell until it's it's legal. But um, so that's that's my answer to that question. Um, Let me, I'll ping pong it back to you. All right. And then we'll answer the second part of hers. <laughs> so, 
I just don't think I've ever really been good at anything else besides uh, besides writing. I'm really good at sex. That's that's pretty much it. Like I'm I'm good at discussing it. I I genuinely and like I love it. I love mm-hmm. I love the facets of the things that get people off. So there was actually uh, when David and I were sort of newlyweds. I remember telling him like. I don't know, maybe I want to be a porn star one day. And it was, you know, it was a joke at the time, but also not really a joke. Mm -hmm. It it just seemed like the right path for me. Nothing else that I tried really worked out. Nothing else that I tried really allowed me to express myself the way that I wanted to. And that's actually, that's a good point. Because I was a big fan of film. Uh, Still am. Actually, one of our future questions has to do with movies, which is great. Uh, I love talking about movies. If I didn't do this, I would be doing a movie podcast. Yeah. We just love uh, that and music. Uh, so I did music for a long time, and that really did help me get a lot of that out of my system. But then when I started doing this, I started being able to learn how to edit and how to compose a shot and how to light and how to direct actresses to emote a certain thing and make it so it really did capture whatever the customer wanted. And so that really kind of, I don't know, it, it got me off in that it, it not sexually, but more of like... Um, Creatively. Yeah. I was like, when I sit down and edit something, put together, and you look at it, and you finally watch it, and you see the pieces cut together, and you go, holy shit, it makes sense. Yeah. It feels so good. And so that's that's one of the reasons I think I stuck with it. If it had been one of those things I did, and it was just like, ah, it's doing okay, I would have moved on to something else. Um, the second question is, would the younger versions of ourselves be shocked by this? No. In your case, no. <laughs> nope. <laughs> In my case, probably not either, because I was, you know, I was young when I started getting into it, so I, I would probably have been like, really? This is what gets to happen? Yeah, like the younger Fuck me yeah. would have been so impressed with me. And then me. they would show me a picture of my future wife, I'd be like, you're fucking full of shit! <laughs> <laughs> um, and while I haven't either of you aged, I think it's just, um, I think... I don't know. I think she hasn't seen me in person in two years. No. Girl, there's, there's wrinkles now. There's wrinkles. No. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what can you say? What do they put dead things in? Uh, for, what? Uh, formaldehyde. We just, oh. We just kind of like... <laughs> Coffins? We just... <laughs> well, that doesn't sound as good when you use the word bath next to it. Formaldehyde baths. Uh, blood of virgins. No, we... Um, I think you know what it is, too. I think it's because we do have... And fuck, man. It's hard to say this sometimes because you're, you're dealing with somebody who doesn't. But... We're, I'm doing what I love. I really am doing what I love for a living. And so I, I think that keeps me feeling young and yeah. happy. And there's a lot of stress that comes with running your own business. God, you know, I bet. And producing your own content and, and showing up to shoots and, and you know, producing and, and making sure that you're, you're getting, getting what the director <laughs> wants out of you. But it's still a lot of fucking fun, man. Yeah. And um, being able to, to, to kind of run your own hours. And, and uh, I think it's, it has kept me, because I'm 39 now. And it's fucking weird to people when they see me, and they'll just you're not fucking thirty nine. I'm like yes, I am. Here's my ID, and like I'll show it to them. Oh yeah, yeah. I get that all the fucking time. So, I actually had a guy come to the door. So uh, when we were younger, my husband was in the military. He was deployed. And you were baby faced to begin with. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I saw pictures of when you guys were first dating, mm-hmm. and I was like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I know I look twelve. <laughs> but uh, he was deployed over my birthday, and he sent me a beautiful bottle of pear brandy. And when I answered the door to sign for it, the UPS guy said, Oh, I'm sorry. Is your daddy home? Oh. Not your father. Not your dad. Your daddy. Is Ooh. your daddy home? Like, how young can I possibly fucking look? So did that spark a new fetish right there? <laughs> oh, no. Daddy little girl's not for me. <laughs> not for oh, me. Oh, no. I mean in terms of, like, the master being called daddy from time to time. I actually really like to be called daddy, so. <laughs> there you go. 
See? As some people have learned very well about me. Different strokes. (laughs) Uh, A couple of questions we have from the fans. Um, Lay them on me. uh, Some of these are... Will Mary ever wrestle Eden? Any plans for that to happen? I would love to see that happen. They're both amazing. Oh, God. Is it wrong that I don't know who Eden is? Um, Actually, uh, this is... Well, this was sent before, I think, the update. But we just did... Uh, Eden is the very lovely Latina girl who choked you out. She was... (laughs) Uh, oh, yes. yes. Oh my God, she was amazing. She's she's really really cool. Actually, uh, so if you look on our site uh, skwpbv.com, there's a I think it's called Luna versus the Terminators, mm-hmm. and Mary has a small cameo at the beginning where she faces off against. Well, not even you get no. I just get, get brutalized. Get, yeah. <laughs> uh, so if you want to actually, yeah, that's a good one. So yeah, I think eventually you guys will meet for for a pro match. Yeah, so we can do that. Um, another good question. All of these people are asking for anonymity. Um, wait, hold on. Andrew oh, Andrew, Andrew Morau, Moreau M O R E A U says any good movies recently? I really want to know what kind of movies certain models enjoy. It tells a lot about them, and you yourself, Super Kid, as well. Period. Oh my god, you go first. I haven't um, watched a lot of new movies lately. Shit. Uh, what I mean, Doctor Strange, Strange was amazing. That yeah. was so good. I was not expecting anything out of the movie because there was such a controversy around it. And We watched Doctor Strange. It was amazing. Uh, and so, god, he yeah, did a great we, job. We, as, we went as a big group and yeah. we did some pre-drinking. It was great. It was so fucking good. It was exactly like being on drugs. Am I allowed to say that? Uh, <laughs> fuck yeah, you yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, of course. No, uh, no. You have no no knowledge. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even look at a bottle of NyQuil. But no, the, the, uh, that movie was really good. Um, a couple of things I probably would have changed about it. Like, I would probably had a better bad guy. Um, not that I... I'm going to come across this fucking table issue. Are you serious? No, 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 no. Not a bad, better actor. Uh, the actor was amazing. I mean, the, the bad guy himself had no motivation. There was no... He did... Do, oh, my God. We already argued about this. He did have a motivation. For fuck's sake. Yes. He did have motivation. <laughs> just didn't give him no. enough death, I think. No. Oh, my God. Okay. So, y'all. Mm. <laughs> the scene where he is trapped in the fucking vice armor thing. Okay? He right. is telling you what his motivation is. That he was so heartbroken and grief-stricken over the loss of his family. Oh. That he went to this person. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're... Jackie's in the back. We're going to buy that device. Uh, but anyhow, um, no. So he is so grief-stricken about the loss of his family that he went to this person thinking that she was going to solve his grief. Mm-hmm. And instead, what she wanted him to do was move past it and find his own fucking inner power. That's not what he wanted. His motivation is that he's pissed that he's still sad. You wanted to get revenge? <sighs> okay. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> so, good movie. That, one. that was a good movie. Uh, yeah. Now, movie, Mary gets excited. I'm sorry. Uh, so, let's name one that you and I have seen separately. Uh, oh, jeez. Anything um, recently that was like really, really good. Uh, honey, any, anything that we watched that we were like, holy fuck. Actually, um, uh, the gentleman who uh, directed a film that we both watched, actually, we bonded over this film, and I think it's become a very big part of our friendship, is a movie called What We Do what in we the do Shadows. And so, it's yes. directed by uh, a guy named Taika Waititi from New Zealand. <laughs> And he directed a second film called Hunt for the Wilder People that was just fucking great. Like, we, I think I saw it with, with Eminem and, and Jacqueline, and we just popped it on last minute. We're like, oh, it's out? Let's watch it. And if you guys haven't seen this, this is the guy who's going to direct the next Thor movie, by the way. Uh, and fuck, it's so good. It's, 
I cried, I laughed my ass off. It was really, really good. So Hunt for the Wilder People is is just fantastic. Um, anything? I know you've been watching a lot of TV lately. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big movie person. I, I hate to say that. It's you so, have a random Netflix or no, not at all. I'm. It's a very polarizing thing to say, but my attention span is usually too short for movies. I get very claustrophobic at the idea of sitting down for an hour and forty five minutes, yeah. whether it's a theater or not. Even mm-hmm. if it's in my own living room, I don't like to watch movies. Well, you're doing well with the podcast, which is good. Well, thank you, um, but I did get to get up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we all have to pee at some point. Um, it's, uh, so let's let's flip that over. Any any um, any uh, horrible movies you've seen lately? Jesus, because uh, we we all do bond over the things we love, but it's even sometimes better to bond over the things that suck. God, <laughs> damn it, baby! What have we watched lately? The general election. Well, that yeah, that was. Which one was it? The general election. The fucking election. Oh, well, yeah. That was the worst that movie of my life. That wasn't a movie. That was... Um, Arguably it was. <laughs> what, baby, what, what's, what's some of the movies that we've seen recently? Be There's got to be something. I mean, watching The West Wing after the election. The West Wing is amazing, <laughs> and I love that show so much, but I can't watch it right now because it makes me fucking sob like a child. Oh, I think I was like putting, like putting lime juice on a cut. Exactly. Um, like, oh, here's the president we could have, but never will. Oh, my goodness. Anywho. Um, no. Uh, any any favorite uh, current bands or something? Yeah, A-Wall Nation, A-Wall Nation, A-Wall Nation, A-Wall Nation, all the fucking way. They are my kill switch. That's where um, that's where Noelle dies and, and all of her personas spring forth to punish people. <laughs> so A-Wall Nation, mm-hmm. not for relaxation. <laughs> Let me see, for relaxation. Uh, let's rhyme, see, but I mean, let's see, let's see, let's see. For relaxation. Um, God, that's a really tough question. You would think that Hozier is relaxing music, but again, it just makes me vicious. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm not a huge fan, so I don't think I would relax. Uh, I can't even look at you in the eyeballs. It's okay. I'm so confused about how you feel. Because every time I go like, why? You're like, no, I want to spear him with my penis. And I'm like, all it's right. true. He's beautiful, and I want to kill him for it. <laughs> I love you guys. I'm sorry. I wonder if people said that, like girls, like in the '60s, said that about the monkeys. <laughs> I want to kill him. Fucking tell him about Davy Jones. <laughs> fucking put him on the tip of my dick. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm Sally, calm oh. down at the Dick Clark show. Fucking glass animals, amazing, oh. amazing well, yeah, new bands. Yes, um, the the new album kind of let me down a little bit because they they very explicitly stated. We want to go to more linear point A to point B storytelling, and I thought that was a terrible move because the way they did it before, just this abstract, surrealist, jungle eroticism poetry was... Oh, I know. God, it was... You and I saw the sunrise of that. Yes, yes, we did, and it was a beautiful memory. Um, um, So, yes, that's that's a great new band, and I hope that when this second album is over, they realize that what made them special was that, was their willingness to just go off the fucking rails mm -hmm. in their topics. Uh, Any... any, um see if there's anything left a lot of these are pretty much stuff that we already talked about um oh any big wrestling moves that you haven't done yet that you would love to learn or do yes okay um <laughs> you're actually, like i am ready for that one <laughs> i do not know what it is called however um but i saw a, a gif online how many times am i going to mention tumblr in this podcast i swear to god i have a life um there was a, a move where a girl ran at another girl, jumped onto her shoulders, flipped onto her back, and somersaulted the girl through her legs. I want to do that so oh, bad. Oh, that's the one that uh, Sapphire did with Sumiko. Yes. Yeah. So that's called, I think it's called the Code Red. Um, yeah, that one you can do. We'd have to figure out. It'd have to be somebody who's a little bit taller than you yeah. that you could do it with. You could probably do it with someone like Tiny. Oh um, my god! But uh, but yeah, I don't know. No yeah. one's wanting to see Tiny lose just yet. Everyone just wants yeah. to see him. Yeah, which is totally understandable. He's six foot nine. Yeah. Um, but um, 
Let's see here. A couple more questions, and then we'll, we'll go ahead and call it, because we have parties to go to. Yes, we do. To see. You guys caught us on a Saturday night. Oh, um, as for me, uh, shit, any bad movies I've seen lately? Uh, bad ones? Like, really bad? Not really. Uh, I know you didn't like Steve Jobs very much. You guys, like, stopped Steve that. Steve Jobs, I there. actually, I think it was Jacqueline and uh, and, and Elsa who, who didn't like it. Mm. I just felt it was just kind of, it was, I mean, but it's Aaron Sorkin who wrote it, so it's very talky. Um, it's it's more of a character study than a movie. Which is my pr- preference, honestly. Yeah, well, Aaron Sorkin's a badass. Like, yes. Fucking, his writing is, is machete. Um, he's up there with Tarantino for me. Um, and, like, Craig Zoller, who we were talking about, James and I were talking about yesterday, who did um, uh, Bone... Um, was it Bone Tomahawk? Bone Tomahawk, which is another pff, fucking don't even get me started on that movie. Um, yeah, so no really bad movies. We just usually we watch TV a lot when we go to bed, so we just watch like I don't know. We've been watching Luke Cage, um, yes, Westworld, like a motherfucker and stuff like that. Still really, haven't really seen good. that. Um, which I hope you'll change that. But um, but yeah, so um, really, this is kind of a podcast catching you at the beginning. Of, of something, you know, because I think you still have, you. I mean, you can go anywhere at this point. You can even choose not to move at all. You can be like, I'm just going to stay here and do this. this yeah. Or you can be like, okay, maybe one day I'm going to get a wild hair at my ass and I'm going to shoot this or I'm going to yeah. start doing more of the explosive stuff or follow the cold chase, you know, track yep. more, which would be very fun to watch and mm-hmm. to, to be there with you for that. But it's just, it's hard to know where to start with that kind of thing. Like, hey guys, do you want to see me? Fuck on camera. <laughs> How do you even begin this conversation? Just about one nipple at a time. Um, do you guys? Yeah, there's a lot, man. There's a lot of things you can do, um, especially if you're an exhibitionist, which I think there's a part of you. That oh God, yeah. Oh please, yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. Big time, big time. And and so I think that's part of it. I think like when Sin, I was talking to Sin about it too, she was just like, there was no doubt in my mind that I wanted to do this. Yeah. It was just a matter of how. Yeah. And so she started doing what a lot of girls do. Uh, when they want to is she started stripping and she was like and she enjoyed the shit out of that she was yeah. really good at it I saw her do some pole tricks and I was like fuck oh yeah she gave me a lap She's dance in Boston so that shook my fucking chair across the room like she literally shot my heavy wooden chair across the room it was incredible <laughs> girl's got power in her hips like nobody's business mm-hmm. she's part bionic now, mm-hmm. so, yeah, so she can literally right. shoot you across the room that's right uh, but, um, but yeah so I think it's going to be interesting to see where you go. And I do want to have you back for other podcasts. Even if we're just doing like, if we're, we're doing a, a tag team thing where it's yeah. like you and me, uh, well, phrasing. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you getting yourself into? <laughs> uh, we're you just know inter- my nickname. I'm just going to interview Jameson for an hour. <laughs> okay. It's just be him in the corner, just quiet. He's very, he's antisocial. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I think this is a, a great way to kind of catch you at the beginning of something. And uh, a lot of people, based on the crowd reaction to you so far... Uh, and to our fans' reaction, like it, it's you got you've got what it takes to pretty much go wherever you want, you know. Like it really, you have it. Like if you wanted to just do this, you'd be able to do it fantastically. And if you wanted to go more towards another area, you'd be able to do that really well too. But yeah, you really do have it, and a lot of fans have recognized that. Oh, shucks. Yeah, no, and I get a lot of emails from people. You know, if if you weren't interesting, if you weren't 
a great performer, like I wouldn't be going like, hey, let's do a podcast, you know? Because yeah. I've, 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 I've worked with some models that I go like, okay, she was fun to work with, but I probably wouldn't put her through an hour and a half podcast. Yeah. Because I don't know what would happen. I'd be, I'd be too afraid that something would feel too stagnant. And yeah. It might be my fault, you know. Um, but with you, I know that we can just sit here and have beers and shoot the shit forever. This could go on for another. Oh, hour. absolutely. But we have. I'm never done talking about we myself. Have, <laughs> yeah, we have people to do and places to see. So um, we're gonna see you guys next time, and uh, we really hope uh, uh, we hope you come back, and we but obviously hope you keep working with us because we love doing it and um, i'm gonna be taking a, a little three-month break but after that all right boobs uh, that's right so yeah you're getting the boobs that's right december 13th congratulations I'm so excited. all right and how what's the recovery time again on that uh, about what did you say like two months two months three months before i can start doing bouncy activities again and i've known girls who were like fuck it like a month later do it but yeah no no to stay this safe is like this is basically my life safe yes, yes. i'm gonna so, be very protective so I'll try to get some shoots in with you before December 13th. Uh, and then after that, I guess we'd have to wait till like february Yep. And uh, But uh, we do have some stuff on Backlog. So if you guys are fans of Mary Meow and SKW. As to, you should as be. As you should be. Go to sleeperkidsworld.com. And uh, there's tons of free stuff there that's all free. And then you can go to skwppv.com. And uh, just type in Mary Meow, M-E-R-R-Y-M-E-O-W, uh, space in between. That's a burp. And... Um, <laughs> Do you have, and I think on Twitter you're at K-O-H. Uh, no, Royal Cole. Royal. Royal. Yeah, Royal K-O-H-L. Is it one word? Yep. Okay, so Royal Cole, uh, R-O-Y-A-L-K-O-H-L. Not on there a whole lot, but you know, once I start flashing people for money. <laughs> yeah, but, but definitely add her when you get a chance, because you'll be able to see the, the, the genesis of the, the flashing. <laughs> um, anything else we can plug, or...? I don't know. Uh, Tropicalia, yeah. Fucking delicious, delicious <laughs> beers. <laughs> I didn't mean, pl- I can't say plug without thinking of Jameson now. That, um, that's my goal. Yes, that's what you should think. Anything we can plug right now? Is there anybody here we can plug? Um, but, uh, Saddle up, James. Oh, no. <laughs> that, okay, mental image. Um, Anywho. But we are going to hopefully, oh, I just... My beard, what the fuck? My beard just came everywhere. <laughs> okay. Because we talked about plugging you. That's why that happened. All right, folks. So I think that's that's the climax of this episode. Uh, we love you very much. I hope to have our, our buddy um, James actually um, be our next guest because he is uh, he's going to be releasing some awesome stuff soon, and he's uh, he's amazing to talk to. So I think uh, that'll be another good podcast if we can get you back this week, depending on what your schedule is like. Um, but uh, for now, uh, my dog is drinking my beer, <laughs> and we'll see you guys next time. We love you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.